and they were given uh, sovereign rights to everything. No more taxes, no more duties, no more toll roads, bridges, ferries, everything was free to them. And they had a fleet of ships. Well, they became fractional bankers. The skull and crossbones was the Templar flag on the oceans of the Mediterranean. When they wanted to take the cargo off of another vessel, they ran up their flag and the vessel better stop and let them have the cargo. If not, they ran a red flag up underneath it, which meant no quarter, and they killed everybody on the crew and sunk the boat. So, and that's your banking working with the political powers of this country. They run us into the ground, they bankrupt us, buy us as a fire sale and go merrily down the road. And people don't realize that money's being siphoned out of this country in buckets and they have no idea that's going on. They don't have any idea what their budget is. They've never seen the PL of their state. It's out there. You gotta know where to go to get it. The CAFR funds are available. You can find them, but they're hard to find. Did you know that over 900 plus diseases are simply due to nutrition? That problems such as heartburn, insomnia, asthma, infertility, dementia, Alzheimer's, thyroid disease, and so many more can be solved if you just correct your mineral or vitamin deficiencies? Controlyourhealth.care has answers for you for these ailments and so many more that is based on decades of research, including over 26,000 autopsies, 10 million blood chemistries by over 15,000 holistic doctors and scientists. You will see how the right, highly absorbable nutrients that your body is craving will make a huge difference in how you feel. Start now on a journey towards superior health that will literally change your life. For the month of March, we've extended the email only offer to all my listeners. And so you can save up to 20% by using the codes on the screen or the codes below at controlyourhealth.care. Remember, use the codes below and save up to 20% at controlyourhealth.care. You can also find that at sarahwestall.com under shop. Well, what do we got for a government right now? Every department of the United States government Every single department is a corporation with a Dun & Bradstreet number. They're not the real one. They're the legal fiction of one. And same with and us, right? Every single person, every person. They changed you into a person at birth. You're born of a free creation of your creator. You are there for a people. Within a few days, the state issues you a certificate of birth overlaying your record of birth. That certificate means it certifies you as a legal fiction, and therefore you agree to it, and therefore it's the contract so that you have not broken the law, you have agreed you are now a person. Well, you didn't know that. There's no disclosure. There's, it's done without your permission behind your back. Well, that's fraud. But under Roman law, which is our law, <laughs> Fraud doesn't exist unless you call it fraud and claim that there's something wrong here and put it on the record. Then it becomes fraud. The Achilles heel on their side of the fence is, well, they don't have a limitation. See, they, you can call fraud on something that happened 150, 200 years ago. Once you identify it oh. as fraud, there's no statute of limitations. And that's oh, where that's our good. government fears us. They fear us because the people oversee the government in this country well we go into a courtroom and they'll say oh of course it is but it's all legal hogwash and legalese hiding this and they have all the guns to enforce it 
So what you do is you go into a court of law and the first thing you'll find out that they'll ask you if you're a US citizen. Well, of course I'm a US citizen, bingo. You just contracted with them to say you're a British subject. Are you a citizen of the USA? Of course I'm a citizen of the USA, bingo. You just contracted and you now have just made yourself, if anyone had any doubts, you're now a British subject again. How about something else? Well, you as a person, bingo, you're contracting all the time in the world of legal fiction and you're agreeing to the fraud. And if you agree to it, you say it's okay and therefore there's no harm done. What Can we're doing just is- make educating. a general thing saying I'm, uh, what, it's not person because person is the wrong thing. What, what am I? I'm a, I'm a, because I'm a sovereign. I'm a people. You're a living woman. You're a living I'm, I'm woman. a living people? That's in that plural? No, What's the singular? Because person was supposed to be singular of people. So what is the word from a legal standpoint that I am? People. Okay, I am you a single people. people. I'm a living single people. And whatever BS that you try to put on me it will it does not negate this. And you almost put a sign up and then they can't do that stuff to you, right? I mean, well, you, you, you can do, play all I the games you it. want, but this is who I am and you guys can screw off. I mean, I, it's to a point where it's just, it's, it, they just play so much well, fraud. It's all fraud. No. Well, here's the power. Courts are all incorporated in this country now. They weren't meant that way. The founders did not build this kind of a system. It's all British. It's all supported by the Bar Association, which are their agents making sure this continues. So you go into a court of law, you have a judge looking at you, you have a prosecutor and defense counsel, they're all members of the bar, none of them are working for you. So you go in there as a living woman, all you have to do is say, I am a living woman, my name, whatever it is, and usually only your first and middle name, don't even say the family. Why are you misidentifying me? And the summons to that court will have your name in capital letters, which means you're incorporated. It actually calls you as a corporation. And you can say, this is not me. So the judge won't hear the case. The fines are huge because if he does, he's crossing a jurisdictional line from sea law into land law. And he can't do that without big problems. He loses his bar membership. He goes to jail for up to 10 years if he damages anybody in the process. No. And he loses about a quarter million dollars in money. Not only that, he has a bond that allows him to be a public servant. And that bond has an underwriting insurance company. And if they find out that there's a big challenge, they will pull the insurance underwriter. The bonds deductible will become due immediately. It could be a million dollars. Or they'll pull the bond completely and he has to step down. He can't be a public servant. Well, do there's all the judges know that? I mean, it was yes, you went in. Do. And they all Many know that they're, they're, per, they're playing this game. They are. They're all playing this game. And they're but very they all careful know. How yes. Okay. They know. We've had people go into a courtroom and just stand there, take their birth certificate and pitch it into the middle of the courtroom. This is your identity. I'm returning it to the court. It's not my identity. I'm a living man named so-and-so, or I'm a living woman, such and such, and walked right out the door. I've had people say that they have gone into a courtroom playing their game and then asked the judge if he is on his oath. They usually are not, because that oath has to do with constitution. There's no constitution in a court of law. If you bring it up, they'll find you in contempt of court, because it's a British court. So 
He just asked three times. He always used three. Are you on your oath? Are you on your oath? Are you on your oath? Not a sound, not a peep, not one word from that judge. Walks around the table, walks up, puts his hand on the shoulder of the judge, says, you now are under citizen's arrest. And looked him in the eye. The judge is sitting there, not a peep. And then he said, I bent down and I said this, I don't own a jail. And the deputy sheriff over there has his jaw on the floor. He has no idea what we're talking about. So I'm going to contract with you right now. Walk out of this room and never come back. And I'll drop my charges. And the judge got up from that table, walked right out the door. Oh, my God. They are so in trouble when they break their own laws. On our side of the fence, as living people, our laws are super simple. We live by American version of common law. And there's a thousand different common laws out there. But ours is different. Ours is a public law. Everything is run by the jury. We don't have judges and prosecutors and defense counsels. Our attorneys aren't even allowed in the room. A justice oversees the court, but the jury runs the court. And if it's a full-size jury of 24 people, that's a lot of complaints to be laying before the bondholder and the underwriting insurance company that there is a problem with this public official. That underwriting insurance well, their risk management will jump in there really quick and they will pull that bond right now. They don't want to lose money and it's a big deal. So what we do is we look at this situation and say, we have to have our assemblies receded. We have to have our land sheriffs in position. We don't, all of our sheriffs or most all of them are incorporated sheriffs. They're employed by the county of something or other. And that's a corporation with a Dun & Bradstreet number. And they all work under the state of, in my case, state of Oregon. State of anything is an incorporated legal fiction. It's not the real state. State of Oregon and Oregon State are two entirely different things. State of Oregon is a corporation, a legal fiction under contract. And the contract is the unincorporated constitution. The only body politic that adjust any constitution is the living people over the constitution, the ones who wrote it in the first place. The legislature in Salem, Oregon cannot adjust lawfully anything in the constitution for which they are allowed to exist. They don't know that. Most of them were elected in a proper way, but they're not, they're persons, elected in a person's election process. It's so incredible that they did all this stuff to us and it was a big game and a sham, but you said that you have the original constitution of our country that before they incorporated, right? You said there was three of them and you found that one copy and you guys have that copy. How is that different than the constitutions of the incorporation? Well, the unincorporated, you're talking federal now, they, they needed to have a federal government. They fought a war without one. It didn't work very well. When they finally got to the point of the peace treaty in Paris and signing it with bar attorneys at the time, all three of our representatives were bar attorneys, and they are esquires. They have a title. It's a low-grade title, but it's a title. And our constitution, when we put it together, forbid people of title to hold any office of public office. So I bet it was around 1791 when they finally finished ratifying that constitution 100% and Rhode Island finally signed. Why did they hold out? 
while everything they're talking about is in the body of the Constitution, it needs to be more clearly identified for the rights of people themselves. So they held out for the Bill of Rights. The backstory from an Indian woman I talked to said that that Bill of Rights came out of William Penn's original charter. It, I haven't verified that, but it seems like it might be because there was a clerk in Philadelphia that wrote the Constitution up in the first place for $30. 4,600 words, the most beautiful piece of work you've ever seen. He did that with an ability to, to scroll like I've never seen. It was an art form, and he did it with a feather. He did it with a feather. I was just amazed at it. I've got a picture of it. Well, that authorized the creation of a federal government, and they made two these two houses, and each one has its own constitution. Constitution of the United States of America, Constitution of the United States, but it's of, not for. And those are corporations, but we owned them. They were our corporations. During the Civil War, Lincoln bankrupted them, and foreign people who had contracts with these corporations came in and took them over. Oh, and now they're British corporations, and that's the Pope's corporation. And the Pope owns Britain because he owns everything in Britain. He took the crown away back in 1215. They had a Magna Carta that allowed the people to now run a parliament eventually. So the Pope is really running the whole show. He has a desk with two drawers and one side is the territory and the other side is his own. Well, the Pope has the ability to run everything that's in a legal fiction world, he's in charge of it. He's the trustee of the global estate. And the Knights Templar came into old city London, which was his property and planted a flag so that he owned it. Before that, it was a city state. It never belonged to England, it doesn't today. It's right in the middle of Westminster neighborhood, but it doesn't belong to Britain. It never has. It was built by the Romans and they pulled out in 400. So it was a wall city. William the Conqueror didn't want to deal with it. So he just bypassed it and gave him a charter. And then the Knights came in and claimed on behalf of the Pope. And guess what? England's bank, Bank of England, is located on that Pope's property. The, the Bar Association. Yeah, right in the middle of Westminster neighborhood. And it doesn't belong to the queen. She's nobody when she crosses that sidewalk into the old city. It has Does the Pope technically own it? I mean, they, they have their own thing, but behind all that, when you go all the way up, it's the, the Pope owns it. Yes, he does. He has and his own king, his own police force. He has his own flag right there in the middle of London. Well, he the, runs everything. The Pope is a child trafficking monster. Yeah. And it should be in its own, you know, total, a murderer, serial killer, everything oh, yeah. you can put on the guy. Oh, yeah. Is His he immune from hard. being prosecuted on international laws because they're so awful? I mean, do, is there oh. international law that goes above everything that says this is. man is... Okay, go ahead. What happened was the Pope was Benedict, not Francis. Benedict was Pope. He Francis still is, right? Jesuit. Well, Jes Jesuits can't be popes, not legally. They can step in and serve the pope. And he puts on the white robes and he acts as pope because Benedict stepped down. Benedict was, this was all put in his lap and he was shocked. He was, as I read the article, he was white as a ghost, looked like he was going to faint. It was as though his horse started talking to him and pigs flew over. And he kept saying, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know. Well, he, it was his job to know. 
and he stepped down and Francis stepped up as a Jesuit to take over the responsibility of running this global estate. He has the monarch of England as his lapdog. The British Commonwealth is just more property and through the Commonwealth, the Pope runs it all. Francis is as evil as it can get. He's worse than Benedict is what you're saying. Sure. And Benedict didn't want to be part of something so evil because I was understanding that Benedict was a pretty bad guy too. Yeah, they have been for a very long time. When uh, Boniface VIII back in 1302 decreed that the world was his because he's the one who talks to God and all the souls of people on the planet he owns, all that kind of stuff. He was crazy. The yeah. King of France, well, it is. Talk about an ego. But the King of France felt very angry about that. So he sent a squad over and kidnapped Boniface VIII and took him back to France and threw him in jail. So he's in prison in, in France. Well, the thing about that was the people, unwashed masses that we are, and illiterate to a great deal, could not stand to see God in prison, so they broke him out oh, and sent the Pope back. They didn't know any better. Well, that decree, Unum Sanctum, has never been repealed. It's still in force. He still owns the planet. And the laws are such that if you want to post something on the village post and it stays there on that post unopposed for a length of time that's decided, it becomes a law. And the post office grew out of that. So the post office became a mechanism for law and order. And Benjamin Franklin was the postmaster of North America during these constitutional writings in Freedom Hall. He resigned once we got the judiciary in place and he built the judiciary after his position as postmaster general of North America. The postmaster general of the world is in Bern, Switzerland. They have their own courts. They have their own jaw. We know them very well. It's called the U.S. Marshall System. They work by postal districts. Now we have the Continental Marshall System, which has both jurisdictions and also by postal districts. So there's a whole kind of law and order on the side that can be used. So if you decree something in the public domain, like you say, I don't want to be a person. I want to be a people because I was born a people. All you have to do is put these documents in the public domain unopposed for, I think it's 30 days, and they become law. So when we started making the assemblies and everybody started being reseated and the formation of the republic was underway, people had to go to a land office to get into the public domain. And in Oregon, the Bar Association tied it all up and no land office would accept our documents. But there's 3,113 counties in this country and they all have to recognize each other. So I went to Arizona. I got my paperwork done in Arizona. Yavapai County, Arizona accepted my work. And then I became kind of the coordinator of the assembly in Oregon. And I had seven of us started the very first meeting in 2019, seven people. We're now well over hundred. People are coming in as soon as they understand things. My wife, however, couldn't afford Yavapai County. They raised the price three or 400%. So we went shopping and we found out that Bighorn County, Montana was reasonable. I called them up to make sure what the price was. Would they take personal documents? Yes, they will. $7 a page, one cover page only. Nellie Badbear was in charge of the recording. <laughs> I saw that name and I said, you know what? 
I got to call her. So I did. I said, Nellie, are you in the tribe? Yes, I am. She said, are you a Cheyenne? I'm a crow. <laughs> Threw it right in my face. <laughs> I had to laugh. I said, proud of that, are you? Yes, I am. Nellie, we're trying to reseat the Republic. We've got a lot of work to do, but all of the treaties with your people were done by foreign powers. They were not the American people at all. And we may have a time when we'll be sitting down. We've got a little history to clean up here. We're willing to do it. We want to do it. But the Republic has to be reseated. Lincoln took us off the Republic. He couldn't close it, but he pretended it wasn't there. He took us into a what they call a democratic process, which is England's way. And it's been that way ever since. But he's the one that publicly and had Congress back it up with a bill. Person means legal fiction, a dead entity. They published it that way. And when you go into a court of law, they expect you to be that way. And if you're not, oh boy, it changes the whole complexity of the court. So lately we've had issues with people driving without a driver's license, without a, a license on their plate, uh, things like that. No state, county, any of these uh, municipal can make a law that's repugnant to the national constitution. That's the law. Well, the Department of Transportation cannot make a law that allows licensing or papers necessary for any of the people to travel but you've got to use the right words. You're not driving a car. You're not operating a motor vehicle. You're not operating a car. All of those are commercial terms. And if you use that, you're gonna to have to have a driver's license. You're gonna to have to have tags on the car, proof of insurance, registration, and all these papers. But if you're a private living man, living woman, traveling from A to B, you need not talk any further because you're superior to any law enforcement officer and if they stop you, they're crossing jurisdictional lines. And you can sit there and look them in the eye and say, what's the emergency? Your lights are on. I pulled over, but you didn't go by me. What's the emergency? But do, and do people get away with it? And do are people or yes. is there so many people who are ignorant to that, that it doesn't work really? It, it, they have to until they get it higher. It works for me. What do you do when you get a ticket? What do you do with it? This is a ticket by a law enforcement, meaning that they are a police. Police means policy enforcer of the city borough. And if you get a ticket from a policeman for something that's not lawful like this, you can't argue with them. You don't even answer questions. They'll give you the ticket, drive away. And then in red ink, meaning you're a living person, living people, that you are traveling in your private automobile under Title 18, Section 242, to interrupt my travel is in fact against my rights, not privileges. And then Miranda law comes in because it's been in court many times that you have to have a court take away your rights. A, a cop can't do it. And if a cop does do it, he's committing a crime himself. So I write this, I send it to the judge through the clerk and I never hear another peep because if they do, then I can bring a criminal in 
intent against the court for crossing a jurisdictional line. I'm in the land and soil jurisdiction and they're in the sea law jurisdiction and multi law. It's very expensive. There's so much more for us to learn on this. I, I wanted to, um, I'm going to have you back if you don't mind. And I want to talk about more about the central banks and how they were okay. created. And then I want to talk more about our history of the United States and also what it means to be sovereign and that whole story of how we got a really neat story. That's a great story. I I wanted to talk about that. And then I can't prove poverty, but it's a beautiful story. It's, it's just a wonderful story. And so I wanted to have you back to do that. Now, where can people learn more about this? Because it's so hard. I mean, they can join their assembly, right? And then there's information that you guys have been putting together so people can learn. Can you talk about that? Well, there's lots of assemblies and a lot of them have the same name. Their hearts are in the right place. Their feet are in the wrong place. In almost every case, they have not corrected their political status. And if you haven't corrected it, you're still in their sandbox, subject to their laws, and they can put you in jail without any trial at all. They can just lock you away like Noriega in Panama, and you'll never be seen again. Why? They have control over your jurisdiction if you haven't corrected it. And I know it bugs me because it's all built on fraud, and and we should be able to say everything you do is BS, and if we all did it all at once, we could just say, go away. But because we are individuals, we can't, we're try- we have to work within their system. But at some point we can say, let's dissolve this system because it's, it's not, it's all, it's a fraudulent system and it has no, the it's whole not our thing system. is not, but go ahead. It's not, it's not even our system. It's British. Yeah. It, but they the whole thing was based on fraud. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing about that is kind of interesting. The U.S. Marshal System was the sea law marshals, postal district, and the United States Marshal System was the land law. Congress dissolved the United States Marshal System. So then all we had was the sea law marshals. They were concerned in cross-border trafficking and things of that nature. They're an international jurisdiction. They couldn't really help us very much and didn't really want to. Well, about 2015, we reorganized the Continental Marshal System, which has both jurisdictions, sea and land. And by 2016, it was underway. Immediately, they sent a mole into our organization to break it up. We had a fellow in there that was in charge of the system and nothing ever got done. It was never completed. The training was never completed. It was just a big mess. And finally, we found out he was an active FBI agent within the system. Yeah. They just sent him all. That's what they do. They, they get paid good money yeah. and do nothing else to find a way to break you up. Well, we got rid of him. We have a new chief marshal of the United States now. Great guy. He lives in L.A. at the present time. But the district that we're in on the West Coast is the ninth district, Alaska, Washington, Oregon, California, and Hawaii. And we have a marshal director for that district. We also have an assistant. And then we have a marshal for the state, which we are just now electing in Oregon right now. Well, you guys have a lot of work to do because over there on the West Coast and Hawaii, their people are being brutalized and they still are with this current... We haven't yeah. got quite enough horsepower. We've been practicing yeah, as a brand. We've been practicing our legal procedures, but we can't act yet. 
We don't have enough horsepower, but the horsepower is right around the corner. Our marshal service are being warranted right now. That takes special bond paper and so forth. They then need a communication link to the state because they're international and within the state is national. So they can't cross their jurisdictional lines, but we communicate with them on a regular basis. And the Continental Marshal and the US Marshal work as a team. They're ready to help all they can. So they need a liaison. So that happens to be me right now. I'm the Marshal of Arms for I was the coordinator. I stepped down. I was the sheriff of my land, uh, my county for a while. I've stepped back. Other people have stepped up. I'm the Marshal of Arms. If somebody finds something wrong with a public official, they can bring that question to either the grand jury uh, clerk or the sheriff of their county. And it has to be the land sheriff. Corporate sheriff can't do it at this point. If the grand jury sees that there's law been broken, it has uh, a true bill is available, so they issue an indictment, it could go to trial. The trial has to be protected, however, or they will come in with a large mercenary force if they have to, because they have a lot of them, and put all of us in jail would never be seen daylight again, unless we have more horsepower than they do. So in a recent, uh, we had a meeting with Continental Marshal Service, and they said, once the liaison is there, then you go to your state marshal, Continental Marshal, he goes up the chain of command, and then the chain of command enlists the National Guard of the state. The National Guard is under the jurisdiction of the people, oh. not, the persons, not the persons. And there it is, right there again, people. So All we can assembly. get the National Guard everywhere to enforce this. We got to get indictments. I mean, we got to take down this whole cabal. And well, you we'll can have use the National Guard. To... Go ahead. What did you say? This is our, our muscle, is the ability to enlist even the National Guard on our behalf. The Marshal Service then would look at the situation and say, who has the right to put the cuffs on this person? And it may be the governor of the state. And it may be uh, the U.S. Marshal. They can step into the world of sea law. That's where they live. It might be the land law side of the Continental Marshal, but they have all the horsepower now and all the ability, and they have the National Guard that must obey because they're beneath the authority of the people. And if the general of the National Guard refuses to participate, they remove him from office for dereliction of duty and put a new one in. The National Guard is under the control of the people. So of by poor for the people becomes a real legal process. People are in charge of everything, but you have to be a people. You can't be a person. You can't let them hogwash you into believing that you're a person because that contracts with them and makes you a person by your own mouth. And they do it all the time. Yeah, so how do people learn more and get involved in their assembly? They go, do you have, I'll put the website out up for them. Okay. And then- I, and I would then, say this, I've got a video. I got a video. I, I didn't mean to make one, but I'm talking to 30 people. We're talking just like you and I are talking now. And a guy set up a camera, asked if he could film it. He was one of the assembly members. I said, sure, Jim, go ahead. I paid no attention to it. I didn't even look at it. But every 30 minutes, we had to stop and reboot the camera. And everybody had a coffee break and a potty break. And then we sit back down again. We had people from California. We were sitting in a nice big meeting hall. When I got done, I had rambled on for two and a half hours simply because the, I was answering questions between the breaks 
and then addressing them. And they wanted to know my family's involvement because my grandpa helped write the constitution, that sort of thing. You know? I gotta stop this guy, it's David <laughs> in Idaho. <laughs> Assemblymen, we're always talking to each other. What happened was uh, I wasn't paying attention at the time because I was talking to people. Well, he put it on our YouTube and put it on our, our site. I mean, we have a website, the Oregon Assembly, OregonStateAssembly.com is our website. And in there under history is my video. Well, one of the people in that meeting happened to be a, a media guy. He had a, access to a soundstage and he was from a different place. What we did was we made two more in a soundstage and then he had to leave the state and go to Texas. I called him after a month or two to find out what happened to them and he put them on YouTube. So now all of me- And that's what I saw. Yeah, I'm on YouTube in several different capacities. I narrowed it down a little bit I wanted to talk about the Civil War period more. Uh, I wanted to know more about the actual battles and what happened there and how Lincoln did some horrific things and everybody has him walking on water, but they have really ne never looked at his real history. You know, he's not from Kentucky, he's from North Carolina. There was a lot of things about Lincoln that was a mystery. And then later on, we got into the banking and the bankruptcies. And the 1907, the 1933, and then on up to 2008, and then 2016, we keep bankrupting the country because it's just a corporation. And that's your banking working with the political powers of this country. They run us into the ground, they bankrupt us, buy us as a fire sale, and go merrily down the road. And people don't realize that money's being siphoned out of this country in buckets, and they have no idea that's going on. They don't have any idea what their budget is. They've never seen the PL of their state. It's out there. So you got to know where to go to get it. The CAFR funds are available. You can find them, but they're hard to find. I had all the states available. Yeah, CAFR 1, KFR 1. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on that site, but there will be in there about the PL of the states. And then all the states are listed. You go to your state, punch it up, and it won't be a current one. It'll be a couple of years ago that they'll have posted. But you'll find that the state is quite wealthy, that there's a lot of investments, that you actually should be getting a check instead of property tax bill. And their money is going sideways constantly in this country. And Mary Old England is doing this to everybody on the planet. <laughs> the money's going through her, and the Pope gets his big cut. They, these huge. people are absolute criminals, and we got to take them down. We have to end this system of slavery. And I, I really want to have you yeah. back. And we got to talk about. I have so many okay. more things to talk to you Let's about. It. You're just such a good storyteller because you give the about. background of the history behind everything. So I'm. I'm. This is really fabulous. Well, you've had Anna. I've on, had right? Anna on about three Anna different times. She's, oh, she's good a, too. She's a warrior. I love that woman because of the way she she led me by the nose when I was an Oath Keeper chapter president, and she broke into our conversation through email. And she says, all well and good, boys, but you haven't got a clue what you're doing. You don't know what you're up against. You don't know anything. And I thought, well, wait a minute. <laughs> who is this? <laughs> Anna who? <laughs> so she oh. taught you a lot. Well, that's wonderful. I'm just glad that there's people that are taking on this fight for humanity because this it's is whole bigger world. than, I mean, it's overwhelming. And we really, we, we need to it's pursue so this. Okay, I, and so I have so many more questions for you. Uh, can you stay after so that we can set up the next yep. our next session? 
And um, I want to thank you. I don't want to go too long each time because this is getting long, but I figured we will set up our next session and if you're up to it, and I, I really want to talk more about the origin of the central bankers and how they control us. And then I want to have that money trail. I, I had one person, I get people get mad at me all the time. I don't ask the questions they want or whatever. And I get blasted an email. And I had one person that was so mad because I didn't um, ask the questions of the money trail. I'm like, you know what? I want to know that too. So I would really like to get into more of that, you know, talk about the central bankers and the That's money trail of the United States. But um, but thank you so thank much you. for doing this with us. And you'll, you're doing a deed for humanity. Thank you, so Sarah. thank you. It's just without your, and people like you doing this work, our people would never learn. They've been hoodwinked and lied to for generations mm -hmm. and they believe it. And the whole system's against them. Yeah.